The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that discovers something new about history every day of the week. I'm Gabe Lusier, and in this episode, we're talking about a natural event so rare and distinctive that it can both attract and repulse a crowd at the same time. The day was June 8th. 1937. North America's first recorded corpse flower bloom took place at the New York Botanical Garden. The plant's central stalk, called a spadix, measured eight feet high and was the tallest ever grown in cultivation at the time. The corpse flower, also known as the Titan Arum, is native to the island of Sumatra in Indonesia. It's known for two defining features. The first is its enormous size. The plant's fleshy central spike, or spadix, can grow as tall as 12 feet in the wild. That would make the Titan Arum the world's largest flower, except it isn't technically a single flower. The plant's spadix bears clusters of small flowers and rings all around its base. That means the Titan Arum is what's known as an unbranched inflorescence which is basically a floral structure made up of lots of smaller individual flowers. And for what it's worth, the Titan Arum is the largest one of those. The plant's spadix is wrapped in a big frilly leaf called a spathe. And when it's time to bloom, the spathe unfurls, revealing the flowers around its base. If you've ever seen a calla lily, the Titan's structure looks a good bit like that. 
But speaking of blooming, that's where the plant's other defining feature comes in. The one which earned its Indonesian name, Bunga Bangkai, or corpse flower. When the plant finally blooms, it releases a powerful odor similar to that of rotting flesh. That's not all either. The Titan Arum actually puffs out the scent like a chimney in order to spread the smell as far as possible. The energy produced during blooming heats the spadix to temperatures as high as 98 degrees Fahrenheit. All that heat causes the air to rise, sending the stench out to nearby insect pollinators who typically feed on dead animals. When the curious beetles arrive, they see the dark red interior of the plant's open spathe and assume it's the meat they've been smelling. By the way, if you're curious about that smell, scientists have actually identified the different molecules that produce the plant's odor. Some of the heaviest hitters are dimethyl trisulfide, trimethylamine, and isovaleric acid. That's Limburger cheese, rotten fish, and sweaty gym socks, respectively. This uh, striking plant remained unknown to Western horticulturists until 1878. That's the year Italian botanist Odoaro Beccari first encountered the giant plant while exploring the Sumatran rainforest. The specimen he found was 10 feet high and had a circumference of about 5 feet. Bakari tried to send samples of the plant back to Europe, but most of those were seized and destroyed by French customs. However, one seedling managed to make it through, eventually ending up at the Kew Botanic Gardens in England. It flowered there for the first time in 1889, and descriptions of the strange, smelly plant captured the country's imagination for years to come. So much so that when that same corpse flower bloomed for a second time in 1926, police had to be called in to keep the teeming crowd at bay. If you're paying attention, you probably noted the 37-year gap between the corpse flower blooms in England. That's no mistake. It can take years and sometimes decades for one of the plants to store enough energy to bloom. For instance, horticulturists at the New York Botanical Garden received their 60-pound seedling from Sumatra in June of 1932, a full five years before its eventual bloom. The plant was kept in a tropical greenhouse during that time with a high temperature and a humid atmosphere, perfect for stimulating growth. Even under ideal conditions, though, it still took five years for the plant to form flower buds. But when that did finally happen, the flowers matured quickly, and horticulturists knew the long-awaited bloom would soon be at hand. The momentous event was described later that year in the Botanical Gardens Journal. According to the report, the actual opening of the flower had begun in the afternoon of June 7th, but was halted in the evening due to a drop in temperature. The next morning, as the temperature gradually rose, the corpse flower finally began to bloom in earnest. The author recounted the hours-long affair and the smell it produced, saying, quote, By 1 p.m. it had reached 90 degrees inside the greenhouse, and the spathe again began to expand. At 4 p.m., the temperature reached a high of 96 degrees, and development of the opening inflorescence continued rapidly until 7.40 p.m., when it reached its maximum. While at the height of its development, a distinctly unpleasant odor was emitted by the plant, but this in no way compared with the disgusting stench of the plant 
which flowered at Kew in 1926. Smelly or not, it was the first Titan Arum to ever flower in North America, and the garden's conservatory was quickly flooded with visitors hoping to see and smell it for themselves. Not everyone in the city got a chance to see the bloom in time, but surprisingly, they didn't have to wait long for a second shot. A second specimen bloomed at the New York Botanical Garden just two years later. By then, the public had become so enamored with the corpse flower that the Bronx Borough president actually declared it the official flower of the Bronx. The plant held on to that title all the way up to the early 2000s, when it was supplanted by the Day Lily as part of an effort to improve the borough's image. Despite the Bronx turning its back on the corpse flower, the New York Botanical Garden continues to host the plant's much-celebrated blooms, including most recently in 2021. Before we go, I want to give a shout-out to beloved English naturalist and world treasure Sir David Attenborough. He's credited with coming up with the common name for the corpse flower, the Titan Arum. Attenborough reportedly coined the name while narrating a BBC nature documentary series called The Private Life of Plants. He did so to avoid the embarrassment of using the plant's scientific name, Amorphophallus titanum, which is derived from the ancient Greek words for giant, misshapen penis. Of course, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what name you call it. The corpse flower would smell just as bad by any other. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. You can also rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, or you can write to me directly at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Special thanks to guest producers Joey Pat and Casey Pegram, and thanks to you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 